Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We're talking about the Beasley Animal Foundation and Clinic here this morning, and we have Executive Director Dawn Roberts joining us, and um, she is um, ready for September to get get to October. It's not because of pumpkin spice, but you've got a couple of really big events finally coming back, but... Uh, Boy, two events, that's that's a lot. You took, <laughs> you took on a lot here. Right, yeah. The next two weeks, two and a half weeks is going to be extremely busy for us. You know, of course, Paws and Pearls are, you know, it's been historically our biggest annual fundraiser. Um, it's finally back this year, and that's this Saturday coming up um, the 17th from 6 to 10 at the Grove. And then our newest um, annual fundraiser called Barks and Bourbon, this will be actually be the second time we're holding that. Um, the first time was back in 2019 before you know, the last couple of years, everything was, you know, kind of put on hold. And that's uh, Thursday, September 29th. So uh, Paul's and Pearls, that is going to be at the Grove? Yes, at the Grove on Williamson Balmy Farm. Okay. Yep. And that's uh, just over off uh, Medical Center Parkway, if you're trying to think about that. Um, are there still uh, tickets available? How, do, how does someone come to that event? Yeah, there's still a few tickets available for Paws and Pearls. And, of course, there's, always, there's still plenty of tickets available for Barks and Bourbon. Okay. And that's at Bell Meadows Farm in Las Casas. Very good. Uh, so kind of give us uh, an idea of, of what Paws and Pearls looks like uh, if someone has never been. Okay. It starts, um, We it's kind of a threefold thing. It starts with wine time where you can enjoy cocktails. Um, we do have um, a singer-songwriter from Nashville, Templeton Thompson, going to be singing during that time and perusing um, silent auction items and having appetizers and things like that and just uh, kind of mingling with everybody. And then dinner starts um around seven o'clock um and then um that's followed by a live auction which we've got some really great um live auction items that are going to be available for people to bid on and to take home and then um the evening ends with um the jeff woods band for dancing and music and things so um we'll have a specialty cocktail um provided by uh, of course tito's vodka um, is uh, donating some vodka, and then Julie's bartending will have, you know, beer, wine, and then the specialty cocktail for everyone, of course, and then a wine, I mean, water and soda sure. for those that are not drinking. So Okay, and um, this particular event has been going on for quite a while. This is a, will be our 11th annual okay. event, yes. So it's uh, exciting to have it back. Um, it's usually in the spring, but, you know, um, with... Uh, venue issues and a little delay in the construction we had to push it through september so that's why i kind of got everything lumped together with barks and bourbon so uh if you can't make this one maybe just a few months in the uh, spring we may be doing it again Hope, yes hopefully so yes. right and uh this is uh, one of those events too that is uh pet friendly yes well behaved good pets. well behaved yeah. uh, dogs on leashes yes <laughs> both of them are yes okay and uh for barks and bourbon still plenty of availability there yes yes and that's a really unique event it's um it's a very fun um event there will be i believe eight different um distilleries there that you can do tastings of their product their whiskey and bourbons and then get to talk kind of in detail with the the distillers there um there will be food and then of course silent auction and then music as well 
So it's a really nice evening. And that's on a Thursday. That's on a Thursday night, yes. All right, very good. Uh, and uh, do you have this information on your website or Facebook? Yes, yes. Okay. On Facebook as well as on our website. Both events are on our website. Okay. If you want to uh, peruse more and find out more about the uh, two big events going on to support the Beasley uh, Animal Foundation and Clinic and uh, these are fundraisers and maybe it's a good opportunity just to remind folks because you know with so many people moving in and uh, you know I, I have a feeling that there may be a few that don't understand or don't know what the Beasley Animal Foundation and Clinic uh, does here in our community. Maybe you can uh, share a little bit about that because uh, these fundraisers are important to keep that going. Correct. Yes, we um, we are a, an affordable um, a spay and neuter clinic um, and as well as we provide affordable vaccines and wellness visits. Um, you know, spay and neuter is important to help with the overpopulation in our community and, you know, with, you know, donations and grants that we receive helps us stay affordable while also being able to provide additional fun, uh, financial assistance to those that really need it that have, you know, fallen on hard times or homeless senior citizens or military, things like that. We try to, you know, we want to be there to help those folks um, that have limited resources be able to get their dogs and cats spay and neutered and keep healthy so that, you know, pre prevention, you know, keeps dogs and cats healthy so you don't have um, long-term health issues and, you know, vet costs. Um, we provide dog and cat food um, to those that come to the human food drives because we have found that um, Pet owners, you know, if they're struggling, they will forego their own meal to make sure that their cats and dogs are fed. So by us being able to provide um, dog and cat food to these folks, we ensure that both the humans and the pets are getting the food that they need. So, you know, we uh, we go through a lot of dog and cat food every month. We have a couple of um, distributions every month, and we've just gained some new partners this year back what we had prior to the pandemic. So we're excited about that. Well, that's awesome. Uh, and um, that's just some of the work that goes on the Beasley Animal Foundation and Clinic. We've got uh, Dawn Roberts, the executive director, with us here this morning. And uh, last month we talked about vaccinations. Were there any um, additional things that you wanted to bring up about vaccinations? Yeah, I, I really didn't touch very much on the canine influenza or dog flu, but it has become um, becoming much more evident. And so I kind of wanted to circle back and just okay. kind of talk about that um, today. Um, there has been increased cases in Middle Tennessee. There's been a outbreak in Birmingham, Alabama, which is not very far from us. So um, dogs really have no immunity to the canine influenza or dog flu. And when you say dog flu, it's similar to what humans get as a flu. It is very severely contagious um, respiratory infection. Okay, so it, it's very much like the flu that humans may get, but it affects dogs. Yes, dogs, yes. And I mean, it's not contagious to people, but um, dogs can get it by direct contact, um, exposure, um, coughing, sneezing, even on contaminated surfaces, you know. So, you know, we have to be careful that even people, you know, people that work in the veterinary clinics, they have to be careful that they keep their hands washed and everything like that because you don't want to bring it home to your own pets. So, mm -hmm. um, it's uh, unfortunately, um, it's uh, kind of quite new that people, owners are having to worry about. So, you know, dogs at risk, any dog, whether it's breed, age, sex, or health, are at risk of coming down with the canine flu. Okay. So, um, you know, there is a vaccination um, that is available. Uh, well, 
it's back a lot of vet clinics are having a hard time getting it because it is so much in demand that you know the supply of it is hard to keep up with but it's um you want to make sure that they get the bivalent um vaccine which covers both strains there's two different strains and this the bivalent vaccine covers both of them um you know if most dogs have never had a flu vaccine before so they will need to get their initial um shot and then three weeks three to four weeks get a booster and then it's annual after that okay to keep them from and it you know it's not you know like anything it it will kind of cut down on the severity of the disease or the infection um and keep them from getting really sick so it it's very much like our flu vaccine then too you know it, it it may not uh keep you 100% from getting it, but it could help with some of the symptoms and things of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. And the symptoms, you know, if you see your dog coughing and sneezing, having a runny nose, fever, lethargic, um, eye discharge, kind of just what we feel like when we have the flu, reduced appetite, dehydration, um, you just want to kind of make sure that you reach out to your vet. Um, Of course, like ours, it's, there's really no medicine that will eliminate it right away you kind of just have to let it run its course but there is of course supportive care for some of those symptoms um, to kind of keep them to the minimum um, for if your symptoms are mild Um, but if you see your dogs coming down with anything like that you want to first isolate them call your vet and maybe some clinics are going to start trying to handle it um, over the phone um, to unless your dog is very 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 ill Mm -hmm. just so it doesn't provide contamination in the clinic because it is very contagious Um, dogs do come down with pneumonia have to be on oxygen and you know some do perish so it's uh it's a very something that people need to be quite concerned about so um the the vaccine is is that um a, a good idea if your animal is around if your dog is around other dogs yeah, absolutely that's really the dogs that are any dog you know if your dog is travels um goes to daycare goes to board in a lot of boarding facilities are now requiring that on top of bordetella um you have exposure to any other um dog whether it's a dog park um even you know there you could say if you have a wire fence between two yards you know it's 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 that contagious so it's a good idea that you know especially if you're going to be out and about with your dog or where the other dogs are present um take them to home depot tractor supply or anything like that that might be something you know of course want to talk to your vet about it to see if that's you know something that you do but that's something that you might want to consider okay um so you you brought up something a minute ago like if if you take your dog into areas where there could have been other dogs it sounds like that let's say you get the same shopping cart that at home depot that someone else may have used uh earlier in the day and and they had a dog that had the influenza they could get that from yeah, just the surface too yes yeah, because it contaminated surfaces yes yeah so that's uh that, that's a biggie what if um you have several dogs at home but they don't necessarily get out um with others and 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 all is that kind of uh you're kind of isolating i guess in in that regard so it's not as important for the vaccine there i mean i mean i guess it kind of depends and you probably want to just talk with your vet but yeah i mean if your dogs are completely isolated and they're all healthy and nothing is going on then you should be okay from not having to be vaccinated it's when you're taking your dog out and about Mm -hmm. um where there's a exposure or other dogs have been that you know it's the greatest risk so this is not a 
Is this a new thing? It's, I think it's been around, but the outbreak um, is certainly is becoming more and more prevalent this year. Um, it has hit Middle Tennessee, and um, so I think that it's, uh, there was, the first strain was, um, I can't remember exactly the year, but it's been a few years ago, and then kind of related to horses, um, and then the, the, the other strain was caused by, like, the avian flu, so it's kind of, um, you know, I guess... I'm not sure. I wish I could say why it's all of a sudden so so po- popular, but it's just something else we got to be concerned about. Yeah, yeah. I was just I was just thinking that you know it it sounds a lot like um, I'm not to diminish COVID obviously, but th- this is one of those things that has kind of popped up. This strain very contagious, and so it, and it's and it's affecting dogs. You said Birmingham had a pretty has big outbreak there, yes and you said it has been seen in middle tennessee yes. have you all had to deal with any of that well we don't see sick or injured animals yeah. at our facility so um i do know that i i have heard that um uh, some uh blue pearl emergency i believe has an isolation ward right now for those type of animals that are on oxygen and you're i'm hearing more and more cases um around vet clinics that are dealing with the the canine flu so uh, again, just to to kind of reiterate, um, there is a vaccine available. Yes, if you can find it. If you can find it, okay. Yes, yes. So, yes. So we it, Beasley does right now have a limited supply of the canine flu vaccine. Um, so yeah, get them vaccinated, and then of course it's, it does require a booster to get the full immunity built up there. Okay, and uh, the, uh, the 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 spread of this um, is is just like any other flu and so if your dogs are around other dogs especially it's something that you should consider at least talk to your uh, veterinarian about that so if someone wanted to to come in and utilize the vaccine supply that you have how would they do that it's we just do vaccines um, no appointment necessary um, we give vaccines from monday through wednesdays from 10 to 12 30 and again from 1 30 to 3 and then on thursdays right now we have extended vaccine hours from 8 to 12 30 and 1 30 to 4 30 it's just a drive-through curbside service okay very good. Um, Dawn, I appreciate you coming in. I know it's a, a very busy time for you, and uh, thanks for, for sharing this uh, important information about the canine flu, and uh, good luck with Paws and Pearls. I'm, I'm glad it's back. Yeah, me too, and I appreciate you having me, taking time out of your day to have me on. Absolutely. Glad to do it. Uh, Dawn Roberts joining us today, the Executive Director at the uh, Beasley Animal Foundation and Clinic. Again, Paws and Pearls this weekend on Saturday at the Grove at uh, Williamson Family Farm and uh, Barks and Bourbon at the end of the month on a Thursday, September 29th. Check uh, their website for more information, and uh, you can also catch them on uh, their socials too. B-E-E-S-L-E-Y for Beasley, by the way. Thanks for joining us today.